Today in Agronomy on KFIL AM 1060 with Pioneer Field Agronomist Allie Wise and Josh Schaffner. Here's Josh and Allie. Good morning, Southeast Minnesota. Today is Wednesday, January 13, 2020. Josh, this is episode number 55. Um, you know, I think a lot of folks this time of the year maybe think, what are all these people doing in the month of January? Do they do nothing? Do they do a lot of things? And I think contrary to maybe some folks' belief, this is actually an extremely busy time of the year. Want to elaborate on that? Yeah, it certainly is. And so busy that we went back a year. It's actually 2021 now, Allie. I think I'm the open, so I got to oh pick gosh. on you from that one just See, a little bit. I don't bit, even so. know what year it is. That's how busy it is. <laughs> it's all good. We'll, we'll get that right. But uh, but yeah, I get that question a lot. You know, what are you doing? Just, you know, taking time off. And, uh, you know, it's a busy time of year, Allie. You know, for us, um, you know, we, we just wrapped up 2020 and then we started 2021 and actually you know, we're busy working on 2022 because um, when you think about our world and, you know, we sell a lot of corn and beans, but we have to produce all that and we always have to be a year ahead. So, so we're busy uh, getting that right. And, and it's an important time of year of, of looking at what products we advance, what's going to go. Um, you think of soybeans, there's a lot of new technology with, with Enlist and, 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 you know, what's the mix going to look like of that moving forward. So an exciting time of year. And uh, it's also kind of an exciting show here, Allie. We're going to actually have our, our first ever guest on Today in Agronomy. And, and Allie, I might let you uh, introduce our guests and let's, let's hear a little bit from our guests. Yeah, so we're really excited. We've got a new co-host this week. Um, first off, we just want to welcome uh, Jeff Moon. He's our Crop Protection Market Development Specialist. First off, Jeff, I don't know if that fits on a business card. And our second question is, what does that mean? What do you do? Well, those are those are two fair questions. So yes, it does fit on a business card. Uh, I'm uh, I'm a market development specialist for the crop protection side of the business, so that's where I spend my time. Um, I've been working in this industry for over 30 years. I was a territory manager for a number of years, and now I'm in this market development specialist role. And really, I'm an extra resource for the for the crop protection sales team. We have nine sales representatives across Minnesota and Wisconsin. Uh, so I help them uh, from the technical aspect of their job, introducing new products and concepts, training them up on that, uh, going out in the field and, and working with those new products, uh, working with retailers uh, and training them up on these as well. Uh, I do a little bit of work with our university uh, personnel. I do a little bit of work with our distributor partners and some of the adjuvant recommendations that we make with our products. Uh, I work with our uh, field scientist group to uh, kind of see what's coming down the pipeline and how we can um, make sure that that's on target for what we need out here in the field. So uh, kind of a kind of a jack of all trades, if you will, on the crop protection side, but helping the, the territory managers do their job better and get good information out to, to our farmers and our retailers. Well, go ahead, Josh. Yeah, no, no, that's awesome. And uh and, and I think to start, Jeff, um, you know, one thing about, you know, us at Pioneer Corteva, you and the Corteva Crop Protection side, you know, sometimes we, you know, maybe don't work together all the time. But when you think about a technology like Enlist, um, you know, on the seed side of Alley, you know, we've seen about a 3x growth year over year uh, in Enlist seed sales. And you think about the, you know, the harmony that's got to work to that, you know, you look at the Enlist system and seed and the herbicide production coming right along with that. And I guess just to start out a little bit, when you think about Enlist, you know, we're excited about it here at Pioneer, you know, maybe a crop protection perspective, you know, what are you excited about and, and what is some of the feedback you've got from producers across the region uh, that have been utilizing the Enlist weed control system? Yeah. So if you think about your seed growth, our, our herbicide growth has to go kind of hand in hand with that and, and all of our seed partners that we have out there. 
So we're expecting to see some pretty explosive growth. We have seen some pretty explosive growth with the Enlist herbicides. We have Enlist Duo and Enlist One. Most of the market is is trending towards that Enlist One because the flexibility that it offers from a from a tank mixing standpoint, uh, people are are kind of leaning that direction. Um, and we had really good results with with Enlist last year. It was really kind of the first year that we had it on a broad scale here in the Midwest. We've had it in cotton the last couple of years or last handful of years, and it's it's performed well. But we had it up here in the Midwest last year on a wide scale, and so we learned some things about it as well to help us do a better job in 2021. And so we're spending our winter, if you will, or our off-season training up our retailers uh, on those best management practices to get the best results that we can out of the Enlist Weed Control System. And then we're talking with our seed partners like Pioneer and and you get out in front of farmers a lot and making sure that you have that most up-to-date information as well uh, so that you can you can make some informed choices with your customers too. Yeah, well, awesome and, and, and great stuff. And, uh, you know, Allie, um, you know, just thinking back from the seed side of it, um, you know, and, and Enlist, and, and I think maybe, Jeff, just uh, important as, as some growers haven't experienced Enlist yet, some are in another system, some are just getting introduced um, to Enlist. Maybe if we compare, you know, at Pioneer, we sell Runner Party to Extend, we sell Enlist soybeans, you know, maybe just a comparison, you know, just a couple things, you know, just two bullet points. If you think of what is the biggest advantage of Enlist maybe compared to, to Runner Party to Extend? I think what comes to mind first for me is ease of use and flexibility. Uh, lots of challenges in using both systems, but the Enlist one just lines up a whole lot easier and it's a whole lot simpler uh, for folks to get behind and, and to learn how to use it and learn how to use it properly. Well, we appreciate your take. And I think we echo a lot of the things that you just mentioned. And when we come back from break, we're going to dig in even deeper to the crop protection and some of the things that we have uh, coming out for 2021. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, Allie, in segment one, uh, Jeff joined us and gave us some really good insight as we kind of compared notes of enlist in the seed world compared to enlist in the, the crop protection world. And um, I think in segment two, we'll kind of take this little step further and also look at some some new things that are coming to market in uh, the soybean crop protection world, Allie. Yeah, as always, there's you know a lot to talk about. But you know, Jeff, just specific question for you. We've We've lived in this world of, in the soybean herbicide world of Sonic, Surveil, and Light. Um, and now as we look into the year 2021, uh, we're adding the addition of Kyber. So several different options um, in that arena. So just a lot of different options to be choosing between. So we just love to hear your take on, you know, what's new, maybe what are some of the, the differentiators or how can we dissect uh, between this full portfolio of products? Yeah, you know, it can be confusing. There are lots of choices, not only in our portfolio, but across the industry when it comes to pre-emerge weed control in soybeans. And I guess I'd just like to take a step back. You know, in the last segment, we talked about Enlist. And one thing I want growers to keep in mind when they think about Enlist is the importance of pre-emerge chemistry getting in front of that. We don't want folks to just spray Enlist followed by Enlist. We want, we want people to use the pre-emerge herbicides. We think that gives us a better chance for success. Uh, throughout the season, but also a more sustainable weed control long-term. If we can control some of those tough-to-control weeds with multiple modes of action and, and multiple passes through a field, uh, people are going to be happy with their weed control. Hopefully, that's going to lead to happiness with yield results as well. But long-term, we're going we're gonna to stay ahead of some of this resistance that's developing out there. But when it comes to Kyber, uh, you know, specifically, that's new to our portfolio this year. It's a, uh, a 
product that has three different active ingredients in it that I think growers are familiar with. Um, we have a, a group 15 product in here, which is, uh, you know, people think of that kind of as a, as a grass control product, but it can also aid in the control of, of small seeded broadleaves. We haven't had an opportunity to sell a pre-emerged product with a group 15 in it before in our portfolio. So this is a little bit different. Uh, so we're excited uh, about that and, and the, the weed control that can bring. It's a liquid formulation. Everything else in our, well, just about everything else in our portfolio is a dry product. And dry products are great. Some people, however, prefer to handle a liquid product. They think it mixes easier. It's a little better from a handling standpoint. And so here's another option for them. Uh, so that would be another thing to keep in mind. The rate that we use on Kyber is one pint per acre. So pretty simple, pretty easy to remember. One pint per acre. And I think that's going to be the rate that we're going to recommend across a lot of or, or all of Minnesota and Wisconsin, the areas that I work in. And this one I think is specifically good when it comes to water hemp and water hemp's a big problem across a lot of our geographies that we share. Uh, we also have some problems with ragweed and, and other weeds, but water hemp seems to be one of those that pops up time and time again. And Kyber really is, uh, is going to shine when it comes to water hemp control. And so I think that's pretty exciting too with, with the challenges that we see there. Yes. So one follow-up there, Jeff, <clears throat> you talked about an improvement to water hemp, and I'm just going to go back and compare to Sonic. In some cases, if I have growers that are strictly fighting water hemp, um, you know, I, I may be okay if we're not using Sonic. If I got a guy that says, man, that ragweed's really catching up to me too with water hemp, I really like Sonic. Any comparisons where if giant ragweed is also maybe right up there with a water hemp concern, uh, Kyber compared to Sonic? You know, that's a, that's a fair question. And, and uh, Kyber will do a good job on ragweed as well. I think Sonic and Surveil still might be a little bit stronger than what Kyber is mm -hmm. when it comes to, to ragweed control, giant ragweed control. But it's not like, uh, it's not like you're going from 90% control or 90 plus percent control down to 50% control. I think with Sonic or Surveil, if you're expecting 95-ish or, or so percent control or 99, I know everyone wants it perfect, uh, Kyber might be just a couple percentage points below that. So it's going to be just a little bit. I don't know that we're really going to notice or see that out in the field um, when, when you go out there and, and look around. I, feel, I still think people are going to be very satisfied with the weed control that they have there. Um, but if you look at the ratings, Sonic and Surveil will be just a little bit better on, on ragweed than what Kyber is. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's, okay. a, it's a fair question and one we're, we're talking to our customers about now. Yeah. Oh, that's great information. And then, uh, yeah, we got about a minute 20 to go here, Jeff, uh, <clears throat> in the episode. And, you know, one thing when I, I think about soybean pre's is Allie and I live in the seed world. So if we get a lot of service calls, maybe one out of four springs, we get a bad timely rain right when the beans are cracking and we get the splash and you get some crop response and, and usually alley growers overreact. They'll say, I'm never doing a pre again. It's done. I don't want to do it. Um, you know, we talk about, you know, three modes of action in there, a lot going on. Uh, how do you feel about crop safety? Any difference from the other products we, we mentioned above? No, I really don't have any additional crop safety concerns. That's always something to consider with these pre-emerge herbicides is the risk versus the reward. And the risk is worth the reward, not only with Kyber, but with all these other pre's as well. If we rely totally on post-control programs to get our weed control, uh, we're going to be disappointed. So these pre's are pretty important and, and ask people to, to stick with them there, even in those times when they start questioning it. Yeah, awesome. 
All across the board, you know, today, Jeff, we just appreciate your insights. And I think especially here in segment two, just really nice to focus back on the importance of pre's and, and why those are important and how that can uh, just give us a longer term view on how we protect the efficacy of some of these products and, and keep them doing what they need to do for us. So listeners, that's all we have for today. But next week, we'll, we'll be back with more from Southeast Minnesota. You've been listening to Today in Agronomy on KFILAM 1060. If you've missed part of the show or want to hear more, check out the show page at kfilradio.com or with the 103.1 KFIL app. Stay connected with Allie and Josh on Twitter. It's at Allie G-Wise, W-I-S-E, and at Josh Schaffner to submit your questions for the show. Tune in next Wednesday for the next Today in Agronomy on KFIL AM 1060. We'll see you at 11 a.m.